the views and opinions expressed on this podcast solely of those of the people appearing on the podcast and do not reflect the views of the Carolinas GCSA or the show sponsors. You're listening to Pulling Weeds Off Course, another installment of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association official podcast with a focus on off-course industry folks and their relationship with superintendents and the Carolinas GCSA. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Tim Krieger. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Pulling Weeds Off Course, the official podcast of the Carolinas GCSA. Normally, we don't do superintendents, but this is a little special episode. We got my man Jim Huntoon on the line with us. Jim, how are you? Doing well, Al. Glad to be here. Some people call you James, but uh, this is a Ask Huntoon Anything episode. How do you feel about that? I'm indifferent about it, Al. Indifferent. I hear you. So not excited. <laughs> no. I'm excited for you. Okay. I hear you. I'm excited <laughs> for it. I think it's going to be fun. But we do have a little bit of house cleaning to do before we jump in. This thing was recorded when? Way back when. April. Yeah, so this is uh, six months old by this point? Pretty close, yeah. Yeah. Answers remain the same for the most part, I believe. though, right? Uh, Yeah, there's some I regret, but thank, thankfully we have the power of editing. That's right, that's right. So the house cleaning things we need to get to are... Today is October 15th, Friday, October 15th, and if you're listening to it the day it comes out, you have two days left to register for the advanced, what do they call it, Jim? The The early bird registration. Early bird registration. You get a discount, otherwise the fee goes up on the the 18th at midnight, correct? Yes. So jump on that if you haven't already. Um, And then we got some pulling weeds news, kind of. A little hiatus. Why don't you tell them about it, Jim? Yeah, we're going on hiatus for the months of November and December. You know, with the show in Myrtle Beach, mid-November, there's a lot going on with the planning and getting everything ready for that. So we're all going to be real busy. So we're going to take that month off. And then December, you know, with the holidays, just take a month off there. And and we'll be back in uh january like a firestorm correct refocused new for 2022 al right yeah that's crazy so hopefully everybody can come back with us then that's right and they will i'm sure they will uh i hope they will so one thing i want to mention is we just uh, i had the pleasure of playing on the carolina's gcsa team at the we won foundation event thompson georgia Bellmead country club always love that golf course man it's a good golf course tiff eagle greens and the tiff grand collars are to are spectacular i could chip off of them all day unfortunately i did a lot of chipping i believe so we didn't win but the organization did raise over thirty thousand dollars for the we won foundation and they do this event every other year and so uh i just appreciate the carolinas let me tag along it was chuck conley Brian Steeler and Trent Bouts, who Trent, you know, wears a lot of hats for a lot of organizations, so he got to kill a lot of birds with that one stone that day, I think. Al, who was the A player on that team? I would have to go with Trent Bouts that day. And then Steeler, strong B. I will say Chuck and I didn't struggle, but we weren't striping it, you know. 
Understood. Understood. But you saw you saw my Instagram story. Chuck made a I put him on there, the show pony for making that putt. He is our show pony. <laughs> Speaking of Chuck, he has submitted a handful of questions before we get to this. Anything you need to say before we get to these Chuck questions? No, just that uh we thought we'd do a few more questions just because the Ask Huntoon Anything segment that we recorded in April is pretty short. Yeah. We recorded three other podcasts that day and tried to kind of squeeze this one in between guests and um, figure with this intro we'd give the listeners a little bit something more. Yep. So full fire length. away out. Full length episode opposed to a half. All right, Perfect. who's your favorite classic architect, golf architect? I'm going to go with Perry Maxwell on this one, Alan. Okay. The only, um, the only Perry Maxwell I've seen is Ryan McClanahan's place, Reynolds Park. Yep, and then we have the Old Town Club and yeah. also in Winston-Salem. Um, the majority of his golf courses are in the Midwest. He was based out of Oklahoma um, and, you know, worked with Alistair McKenzie towards the end of Alistair McKenzie's career in life and, um, has some co-designs with Alistair McKenzie, including Crystal Downs in Michigan. And I think Perry Maxwell was involved a little bit at Augusta after uh, McKenzie passed away. Um, he's famous for his greens, Al. The Maxwell Rolls. How many have you played? Three. Okay, you going to name them or you going to make me ask? <laughs> um, yeah. I... Am going to have to name them. Um, you don't know the names, do you? There's one I don't remember the name of it. Okay. All <laughs> right. Well, I'll let you go then on that one. You don't have to name them. So Perry Maxwell is your favorite classic architect. Who's your that's what I'm going with. There's a lot of other ones, but that's what I'm going to go with for this question. Who's your favorite modern architect? I'm going to go with Mike Strantz on that one, Al. I could see that from you. I can see that. But you had yeah. the pleasure of meeting Mike Strantz, correct? Correct. I did. I did. The Caledonian or Bulls Bay? Both. Okay. Both. Yeah. Um, you know, I got to meet him early on when I worked at Caledonian True Blue, and he was around some then. And certainly during the construction of Bulls Bay, I got to spend some, some good time with him. And I had a friend of mine that was working there on the growing. So I got to go down there a few times and. You know, watch Mike do uh, do his thing actually in the dirt and everything. It was it was really cool. Did you get to see him on horseback? I have not. Okay, just the pictures. Yeah, yeah. but right. <laughs> uh, seen him with the dogs, but not the horses. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could. I, dogs were always around, weren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, dogs and golf courses go well together, Al. Yes, they do. Speaking of, how's George? He's fine. He's doing well. It's getting to be the time of year where he's going to start coming around more. I don't bring him to the course as much in the summertime now that he's getting a little bit older and it's hot. Yeah. But in the in the wintertime, I tend to bring him a lot more. And he's raring to go, though, when it's that time, isn't he? He's raring to go whenever. I hear you. <laughs> All right. So your dream foursome, before you answer this, I want to say you already played with this dream foursome at uh, Royal New Kent, did you not? I did. Yeah, I did. That was a good one. It was myself, yeah. yourself, Galati, and Doctor Ben McGraw. Yep, yep. Hopefully, the first of many. I agree. Outings with I that agree. group. Yep. 
yep, that's a great foursome. And been fortunate, Al, to uh, have a lot of great golf partners over the years. That's one of my well, probably just, my honestly, favorite I thing. I was joking. Um, and before you do name your dream foursome, I want to mention to you when we stopped at the turn to get hot dogs, we ordered a bunch of hot dogs and uh, they didn't have the air conditioning on and I didn't feel so hot. So I went outside and kind of walked down the 10 T and y'all, y'all came on down. And by the time we got to number 12, I think it was a par three McGraw had ketchup all the way down his shirt, like a kid, like a nine year old kid. And it just, I found it so humorous and uh, comforting at the same time. So <laughs> It can happen to the best of us, Al. I it cannot. Can. I, I can, can honestly say is I've been that guy many a times. Because I've heard Charlie Reimer say you could tell what he had for lunch by what was on the front of his shirt, such as mustard, and, you know. And that just kind of reminded me of that story. But <laughs> all right, so who who really is your dream foursome? Well, I'm going to say Al for this one. Um, my dream foursome is three people that are no longer with us. Yep. Um, be my grandfather. Uh, my mom's my mom's father, who kind of started me in golf when I was 12 or 13 years old. Um, I'm going to say my late father would be the second one. Um, I always had a lot of great father-son times playing golf with him. Those are some of my fondest memories of being with my father. Um, and then third would be my late friend, Kent Field, who you know very well. Um, yeah, I was to say, man, you got all sentimental on that one. You know, yeah, that's a good I one. Did, but good force. When you say when you say dream, it's yeah, you know, probably something that may not ever happen. Obviously, it won't ever happen. You're Maybe exactly. in the afterlife, but um, You're other exactly than that, right. uh, um, but now I was going to say earlier, you know, the people in golf is the best part about it. No doubt, no doubt. Unless you, I'm going to play in the dogfight today at Columbia Country Club, and I'll. You know, you can draw some characters you don't always want to play with. Sometimes, true. Hopefully. You're known to you're known to take sec- sometimes to take exception to some of your partners <laughs> over the years. Al, you know what though? If you look around and you don't have those groups, you might be that guy. You know what I mean? So, all right. That's so right. We got your dream for some. What's the best putting putting surface? Bent grass or Bermuda grass? Well, he's just drawing a line in the sand with that one, isn't he? Yeah, it's too too black and white for me, Al. I'm gonna say depends on where you are. Yeah, you know I've putted on outstanding bent and Bermuda greens, so um, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna plead the fifth on that one, Al. I mean, I think that's a case by case situation, really. You got like you say, you got some great Bermuda grasses and some great bent grass greens. So, all right, the go to golf shot when you're under pressure. There isn't one. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> if I'm under pressure, I'm probably folding out when it comes to my golf game <laughs> at this point in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's not the tee. It's not the driver, not the putter, not the irons. When I'm playing my best, What's usually your... off, off the tee, I'm going to probably go to a feather fade. Yeah. You know, a nice little, you know, just a slight uh, fade tee ball. Um and then if I'm playing well, I guess with the irons, it's probably going to be a draw. I hear you. I would love to hit a constant draw with irons, but I'll take a straight ball too. You know, what's yeah. your, what's your favorite shot to hit? Do you, all right. So let me ask you this: Do are there any shots where you 
are excited at the opportunity to try and score or is it always lord hope i don't hit this in the water no sometimes with the low irons yeah. you know in the wedges um you know going back to the tee shot switching gear real quick you know i just try to aim it down the middle al and that way if it curves a little left or a little right it'll hopefully still hit the fairway that's um, right. yeah. you know that's kind of my my newest philosophy but um it's all about the miss I, hits man if you make good miss hits you're okay it is it the is misses, yeah but um i do love to carve it off the tee if i can because that's probably one of the most rewarding shots to me is you got to hit a draw off the tee and you pull it off or you yeah. got to hit a fade off the tee you pull it off um that's that's really rewarding for you're sure. safer no doubt no doubt so i i, I try <laughs> what well, did you have a nickname in high school or college it used to go by when i was growing up used to go by jamie um you know you made mention earlier about a lot of people call me james well it's funny jim when, so i call you jim Galati yep. calls you james but yep. sometimes when we talk when he and i are talking I'll call you Jim, he'll call you Jim, or he'll call you James, I'll call you James. You know, it's whoever leads <laughs> the conversation right. somewhat. But but I went by Jamie um, up until college, and a friend of mine, a roommate of mine, just started calling me Jim. Yeah. Kind of as a joke. Um, J-A-M-I-E I-E or E-Y? J-A-M-I-E. Okay. Yep, and... Uh, well, my mom and dad named me James. Uh, my mom didn't want to name me James because she didn't want people to call me Jimmy. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that's backfired now. Um, but uh, uh, a lot of people call me, you know, a lot of people call me Jimbo. I, I answered all of them, Al. You know, it doesn't, you. Uh, you know, when when Joe calls me that or other people call me James, my wife Molly calls me Jamie a lot still. Um, it doesn't even register with me. I answered all of them. Yeah, it's, it's fine. So I hear you. That's what that's what I'm going with there. All right, nothing funny, nothing crazy, crazy turtle or no. A lot of people in high school used, and I guess in college a little bit, used to call me Tune because of my okay. last name T O O N. Had that a lot, but uh, that's a cool. One. You, you know, Pontoon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Any deviation with the uh, Looney, with the tune in it, Looney Tune. Yeah, that too. Any tattoos? No. Yeah. Nope. Nope. All right. Probably gonna go to my grave like that too. Uh, it would take a lot, probably. I did talk to Turk. Have no, have no problem with them. Just you know, I know enough about myself to know if I put something on my body that's permanent, I'm not gonna like it down the road. Right. Um. Speaking of tattoos, I did talk to Turf Beard this morning. He's got a few. He's got a handful, uh, and they keep adding. So <laughs> that we were talking about the conference and show, and he sounded a little busy, so I let him go. All right, so the last question Mr. Con- Connolly has submitted is the best course you've ever played. I'm going to go with Shinnecock Hills, Al. Wow, I didn't know you had played there. Well, he actually he does have a follow up dream course that you've never played that you'd like to play. It's a long list, but at the top, it's got to be the old course at St Andrews. We're gonna try and make that happen, though. You know? We are. Uh, we are. 
a close second would be Royal Melbourne in Australia. That's a long way to go. It is. After flying to Vegas and back, I'm not sure I'd want to go to Australia. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. Unless you rent one of those luxury uh, charter boats, you know, take a two-week charter. Yeah, steam over like they did, used to do before the uh, transcontinental airlines out. You got the money for that? Make that happen? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got you. <laughs> you got that in the budget? Put that on the EOP. Sneak it in on the EOP. They'll never notice. <laughs> no, they won't. Are you doing any EOP? A little. Yep. Do you A en- little. Do you enjoy the EOP? Absolutely not. Okay. I can't find anybody that does. Salesmen, superintendents. You no, know. I, understand, I understand why it exists. Um, it's mutually beneficial for the end user and for the companies offering it, you know. Um, but to say I enjoy it would be a lie. It's, I dread it. But um, I do take advantage of it to a certain extent. Um, yeah. It's foolish not to, I guess. Um, but, uh, yeah, it makes this month busy. But thankfully, everybody here in the Carolinas is headed towards the fall. In the winter, Al, when everything get to breathe a little bit easier. Yep, everything's beautiful right now. It is. It is. You just can't beat the fall for playing golf. Nope. Nope. That's why I'm getting out of here. Uh, <laughs> so, is there anything else we need to say before we unleash? And if you submitted a question way back when, you're finally getting paid off today. You finally get the answer. So, thank you. Anything else we need to say to them before we uh, just cut it loose and go back to that recording? not on my end i appreciate everybody listening and um hope everyone has a good october good holiday season that's right and here's your opportunity to come meet jim james jimmy jamie live in person at the carolinas conference and trade show in november yep and a lot of other celebrities will be around there too well not that i'm one you're leading the class or a talk aren't you I'm moderating a couple things. Yeah. Yep. One class and then the part of the general session. That's correct. Look at you go. All right. Damn it. Oh, I can hear you. You're on pulling weeds. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. When you said call me in a minute, I was like, well, dude, why didn't you just say hey to Jim? Oh, are we uh, we doing a three-way here? That's exactly. We are, Charles. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I got I got to get back and start mowing some lawns or something. I bet just you do. Done, just got done uh, having uh, smoking tea with Tim and the ladies at the office for King's birthday. Oh, it's today Kim's birthday. Well, I think it's Saturday. Okay. Good. Maybe, yeah. Okay. Saturday tomorrow, but no, I was just calling actually to see how the questions were going and see see if those were okay questions. Yeah, we just finished them and and Jim answered them all. You got anything else you want to throw at him right this second? No, no, I do. I was just I was, really didn't expect to damn get on the damn podcast. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I was just calling to catch up with you, brother. I hear you. Well, that's what you get when you call me. Wow, that's pretty good. Um, Jim, you got any questions for Charles? What you have from the smoking pig? 
Oh, I just had some of their brisket. Yes, and, sir. And uh, some fries. So they do a wonderful job on the on the brisket. Yeah, I haven't really got a bad deal out of them yet. So. What about the pork rinds? Did you get any pork rinds today? Uh, no, we didn't get any pork rinds today, unfortunately. Kim, Kim's not going to Florida. Or usually she'll get a, a grocery bag full of those. I hear you. So, All right. right. Well, uh, maybe I'll call you back in a minute, but thank you for appearing on Pulling Weeds. Yeah, yeah well, I hope it went well. We uh, we kind of slaved over a few of them. I do have to tell you a funny story, though. Okay. You can edit this out probably. So, it, whether or not you use this question, okay. you know, Tayden's 15, and I was sitting there on the tailgate of the truck doing all those questions that I was sending you, and, I, and one of them was, what's your dream foursome? Yeah. Tate looked at me and just started laughing. That's and I'm like, funny. it ain't what you think, buddy. No. no. <laughs> In fact, he he, oh. he went all sentimental. He got he said his dad, his granddad, and, and our man Kent Field. So. Well, that, hey, listen, that's good for him, but I think you got to get a kick out of what my 15-year-old thinks of when he thinks of a dream. Awesome. That's our first ever oh. Tate reference on Pulling Weeds. Now we, congratulations. <laughs> Oh, Tate, he's a piece of work, man. He's, he's definitely a true blessing to me and my family. For what, sure. he, he keeps what piece of equipment are you on right now? I'm in an F-150 driving back to the shop. I'm fixing to get on. Oh, uh, okay. You're the just... Old coyote, yeah. yeah. I'm fixing to trade it in for the old uh, coyote tractor. I hear and, you. And uh, rough <laughs> uh, We got to take out him tomorrow. Hey, Chuck. Yes, sir. Speaking of blessings, where did you get your good looks to be such a show pony? Oh, uh, Jim, just good genes, man. Just good genes, I guess. My my father, my mom's a looker. My father's a looker. <laughs> nah, listen, I don't know if I'm... Uh, you guys claim that I'm a show pony. Listen, let's face it, I'm just... Uh, just uh, happy to be alive every day. Jim, Jim what I like, when I, I saw Chris Devane, the Midlands Turfgrass, had a team at the We Won Foundation, too. And Chris goes, who you, you know, you here with the Carolinas? I said, yes, sir. And a uh, fellow board member, and or he's a board member. And he goes, who's here, Chuck? Like, he knew Chuck was playing on that team. There was no doubt Chuck was playing on the Carolinas team. Absolutely. That's why you're the show pony. But anyway, thank you uh, for uh, letting us buzz you in here because you did buzz in right when we wrapped uh, up. That's good, man. That's good. Well, listen, you guys be good. We'll catch up with y'all soon. All right. Thank you, man. Right, See, you, Chuck. See you, See you. All right. So here we go to the final questions. To the questions, finally. All right. Welcome in, everybody. Um, we are here today with Mr. Jim Huntoon. From the Heritage Golf Club in Pauly's Island. Jim, how are you? Doing well, Tim. Um, Jim, I believe this episode is going to be Ask Huntoon Anything. That's correct. All right, so why are you on the Carolinas board? Because I like hanging out with you. <laughs> now, what's the non-edited answer that we'll give the general public? Well, before we get into that, I got a question. Do I, uh, do I get to plead the fifth on any of these? Yes, anyone you want. <laughs> Do we want to give him a limit? Yeah, you got to limit the two. You, two, I don't per, think... per, two per host. He can have two plead fifths yeah. per host. Do you have enough questions where we can just alternate? I'll read all these, and you read. You go off Chuck's and your list. 
Yeah, but I might want to ask some of these people's questions because I like them. All right, so we need to alternate then, right? Okay, so I did mine, and he's avoiding it, and now you get to jump in with yours. Well, you got to answer that one. Oh, he might plead the fifth. You, you get to plead the fifth during the entire episode. This is your first question. Be I'm careful. I'm not going to use it on this one. All right. Okay. Now, I, I am on the Carolinas board because I like giving back to the association because it's given a lot to me. That's a pretty good answer. So, Matthew Wharton wants to know, is it wrestling or wrestling? This is an easy softball question because he's already asked me this. Oh, has he? Uh, he got impatient. Uh, um, and in my <laughs> <laughs> He couldn't wait till we finally recorded. He couldn't. Yeah. It, um, I'm going with wrestling okay. because uh, my brother-in-law, Nick Pazolano, was a wrestler at Iowa State, and right. it'll always be wrestling to me. Yeah, I got you. Mike Bankert wants to know, do you hydroplane with your eyes open or closed? <laughs> 100% eyes open, <laughs> and uh, that experience is burned into my mind. I remember that on my deathbed, but we, my eyes were definitely open. So y'all were traveling down Highway 22, was it? 31. 31 from a Carolinas meeting or a local meeting? Uh, we were coming back from playing golf at Oyster Bay with our uh, brother, Mr. Josh Schumacher. Right, the quad father. The quad father, six. Yeah. And... Uh, Pouring rain. We were actually coming underneath the 22 overpass. And at the bottom, we caught a puddle or something and hydroplaned and literally hydroplaned across four lanes of traffic. Thankfully, didn't get hit until um, the very end when somebody was coming off the, uh, the uh, was coming on the on ramp and, and hit us. And um, But it, my eyes were definitely open. And this is only like three months ago, four yeah. months. I mean, it's not long. Uh, Real quick follow-up for Mr. Bankert is, how important is decant wine? <laughs> it's very important to decant our wine because you got to let it breathe. It really opens it up. <laughs> That's a shout-out to Freddie Travis there. <laughs> two Glugs? That's him. You ever heard of why he's called Two Glugs? No. Are we allowed to say that? Sure. So the story I got was that um, his assistant was supposed to mix up a tank of something. And he said to Freddie, hey, how much, again, am I supposed to put in here? I told you it's two glugs. Grabbed the jug from him and went, glug, glug. <laughs> Sent him on his way. So um, two glugs, right? That's, That's awesome. right. And, you know, Freddie Travis was actually the person that facilitated me getting the job here at Heritage. Does he, are those natural curls or is that a perm? Oh, they're natural. Okay. All right. Next question. Who has been the biggest influence on your career? All right. There's been a lot. You know, I've said when Al and I did the member profile a couple years ago, um, just about everybody that I've ever worked with in some way, shape, or form on the golf course has had somewhat of an influence on me. So I, I like to go with that because, um, you know, I can think of things that I picked up early on in my career just from watching different people that I worked with doing tasks on the golf course and the way they did it. and the efficiency they did it with. I picked up a lot of things just along the way. All superintendents, in my opinion, are extremely observant and perceptive people. It's part of what we do. We have to be that way to survive in our world. So um, it's not just all looking at grass, though. No, not at all. Uh, Wally Gresham would simply like you to prove it. <laughs> There's nothing here that I can prove in this, in this uh, okay. arena. <laughs> oh, well, I got a good follow-up right to that one then. 
Why have you never lost an argument? In my own mind, probably because I'm always right. <laughs> well, then, I think the person who asked that question will appreciate that answer. Uh, mine are unnamed, by the way. Allen's all have names. Yep. Brian Grill wants to know, Arby's or Culver's? And he has a follow-up. Two of them. Yeah. I'm going Culver's. I think we leave the third one off. Let's just go to the second one. If you could lose your sense of taste or smell, which one would you lose? Mm. Smell. Gotcha. Power of flight or invincibility? Flight. Jeremy Boone wants to know Chick-fil-A or Popeye's? Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Never had Popeye's, so it's an unfair fight. You've not had their $4 chicken sandwich? I've not. Is there one around here somewhere? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. Have you had their chicken sandwich? Yeah, that was all I the had rave to. That was sold I had out to, yeah. Were you let down? I was. I was, too. Yeah. What about this new one that uh, McDonald's has got for three ninety nine? My wife it? and kids had it yesterday. I didn't try it. What did they think? I don't didn't ask. I was in a hurry to get out. The Is door. it all white meat or just like the nuggets piled together? I would hope white meat. <laughs> <laughs> Whose turn? I'm going to throw this one out here. Steve Whitaker wants to know your favorite fertilizer for the beard. And working on the coastal region, do you apply? And I may mistype this spa into the bearded area or just up to the edge. Oh, the sunscreen. I'm sorry. Um, SPA. Yeah. yeah. Fuel for the beard, I'm going to have to say, is uh, a lot of fruit, Al. <laughs> it's a natural. It is. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then, is that uh, how you keep the color? Maybe. I, miss, I might have missed my window. <laughs> you don't do much fruit? I, not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, do, I do sunscreen up to the beard. I don't put it underneath the beard. That's part of the reason for the beard is it's less surface area of sunscreen applied. Gotcha. Oh. Man, I got a hold of some with some tint in it last weekend. Do you remember that? No. I do. <laughs> it cut. It, like, I, I could have went all over and been like, turned the red. It, everywhere he put it on, it turned it, his beard blonde. I didn't know. I, I was like, oh, <laughs> can I have a little bit more? <laughs> was it yours? No. Negative. Our guests. Okay. okay. All right, you're up. All right, if you were not... Oh, okay, I'm going to save this one. What's your favorite number? Four. <laughs> Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars every time. Okay. Although I do like Star Trek. Wrath of Khan's my favorite. Andrew McCormick wants to know, are you going to play in the next Friday Egg event? The next one, no, but I am planning on playing on playing in one this summer, or this fall. I wanted to do one this summer, very close to where my mom lives i can't make that one but um, i'm planning on going to one um in october night where's that prairie dunes <gasps> you don't call nobody hey i need a partner tim what date october 4th will you be back by the 15th we can be <laughs> i think you just found a partner really yeah can i go sure how about it Dude, I'm so excited. Hold on, i got to write that down. All right, while he's writing that down, Dan Saber wants to know. Are you going back-to-back? I thought we were alternating. Well, I thought you were writing something down. All right, go with Danny. Did he get a turkey? I haven't seen a picture. Not yet. <sighs> Do you shop at Lowe's Food instead of Food Lion simply because you can get a beer between the pizza aisle and the ice cream aisle? Absolutely, I do. And, the, you know, the Lowe's and Food Lion are across the street from each other here in uh, – Polly's Island, but uh, I'm a big fan of the beer, Dan. But you go to Publix most of the time, right? 
We do. Yeah, yeah the main stays Publix, but Lowe's is that's um where we shop for essential supplies like beer and wine now. Gotcha, gotcha. Good so, prices there. So uh, Publix, y'all pay them high end grocery prices? You you believe in that or you you just you refuse the pig? Um We got no piggly wigglies down here anymore? We have we do not. <gasps> Did you ever shop at the pig? Yes, we used to have a pig, and then it turned into a bilo, and now it's turning into a food lion. So, same yeah. same square, same brick and mortar. Yep. Okay, oh, it's wow. just changed, and um, we uh, the main reason why we go to Publix is because we don't have to cross Highway 17. There you go, makes sense. Hmm. Let's build a walk bridge. <laughs> 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 who's who's turn? You. All right, um, Dan Francis wants to know, what did you have for breakfast? Good question. I had three pieces of um, Italian bread with uh, butter and cinnamon sugar on it. Second breakfast? Banana and three clementines. Third breakfast? A everything bagel with egg, cheese, and bacon provided by my man. TK. Fourth breakfast. That was it. Yeah. You you got into Big Al's bagel. Oh, I did try and bite a Big Al's bagel. I forgot about that. <laughs> Man, no, no, no lunch today for the record, though. So True, true. Wasn't that, didn't I just fire off all those? Or was that yours? Oh, okay. no, I just did follow-ups, didn't I? Yeah. Um, okay, if you weren't a superintendent, what would you be doing? I'd be a park ranger. Just ask Dusa. I can believe that. This is Jim's episode, but I'm just filling space while he thinks. <laughs> I could see that, Tim. If I wasn't a superintendent, um, I might have uh, might have been a rock star. Wow. <laughs> I, love it. I love that, too. A rock star that's never wrong. <laughs> Playing the guitar, a rock star, correct? Any facet would be fine with okay. me, Al. I'm not, if it was keyboards, bass, drums... I wouldn't know if I consider you a rock star on the keyboards, though. Hey, now man. That's up for debate. He wouldn't have been in a hair band. It's Sorry. true. Sorry. Tom Taylor wants to know, what do you consider the most underrated course on Polly's Island, and why is it the River Club? <laughs> His Carolina's morning every morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the River Club because they have good people working on golf course maintenance over there. Oh, well said. Man. What's the deal with the stickers on the wagon? It's not just the wagon, Tim. Oh, you have a sticker fetish in life. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. So, like, I remember as a kid, like, stickers were the cool thing after coloring books. Mm-hmm. Like, we graduated to, like, stickers, and, like, stickers were booming. I'm not still into stickers, Jim. I still am for some reason. Okay. I no, they're definitely making a comeback in the Twitter world. You need to check out my office window. This is, by the way, first time on property, and I will tell you, the drive-in... Mm. Mm. It might be one of the top three in the state now. It's a good one. You ought to take him to the, the street with all the elms. I told him, though, yeah. the one he came in on isn't even the better one of the right, two that right. we have. Uh, How old are those? So those are all, what, angel oaks, live oaks? They're not that old, but they're 250. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's 250 years. Correct. Yeah. Not so does the Spanish moss come and go seasonally? No, it stays year-round and... Um, couple things about Spanish moss um you know it's an epiphyte not a parasite meaning it only uses the trees for support it doesn't hurt them at all 
And anywhere you see a lot of Spanish moss, that's an indicator of really high quality air. Oh. Anywhere where you have any kind of pollution or a lot of um, automotive pollution, that kind of stuff, you will not see Spanish moss. So, well, why do they have it in Savannah? <laughs> they import it from y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Go down to Georgetown and see if you see any. Okay. But anyway, whenever you see it really, really thick like you do here, it's an indication of good air quality. So if nothing else, we get to breathe some good air around here. Tim Krieger wants to know, what is ISU ranked? In basketball, if there's 351 teams, I think we were about 341 this year. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a new coach, and things are on the up and up. We're there a football school now, TK. How do you feel about the uh, potential open carry law coming in South Carolina? Never thought about it. Okay. John Riley wants to know, low country boil or shrimp and grits? Shrimp and grits. I don't, I'm not a low country boil fan. Why? I don't consider it a meal. I, I'm not an anti-low country boil, but I do either. like shrimp and grits. Yeah, my, my wife's cousin one time, we were having a family function. He goes, oh, good, shrimp-flavored corn. You know, <laughs> which I'm kind of in the same boat. Shrimp-flavored corn? Because it's all cooked in the same pot, and he doesn't eat the shrimp. But the potatoes and the corn that's come out of it, you know. I gotcha. Yeah. I'll tell you, Larry Feller makes a mean one, and when he throws the uh, cauliflower in there and the broccoli – it never, gives it a never nice, that. man, that, that, it is really good. You want to get your veggies in, that's a good way to eat them coming out of that. From Tim, yeah, what's the difference between a low country boil and a frogmore stew? It's the same sausage. Thing. Is it sausage? Okay, I never knew the difference. One has, one doesn't. Well, I like the one that has. Well, in the Buford stew, depending on how it's made, it can almost be like a hash consistency. Do you need to go get him? He's not here. We're he good. is here. He said he's outside. Oh, perfect. We've got a few more. Okay. Would you ever want to move back home and manage a golf course there? Home being Iowa. Negative. Do you consider the Carolinas home now or Iowa like home? Or is that your hometown and you've built a family and a home here? I've lived in South Carolina longer than I've lived anywhere else. Me too. Weird. I'm an Army brat too. Paul Van Buren wants to know, knock-on or compression coupling? Might take some heat for this, but I'm a compression coupling guy. Why would you take heat? What's going on? I don't know what's going on. Dude, he's never wrong. Leave it alone. Okay. Because uh, (laughs) there's more margin for error with compression couplings. They can fail or have more issues, and, you know, uh, knock-ons can be a little bit more difficult to install. You need a bigger hole, and... A really wise irrigation man once told me that um, it's very simple with you superintendents when it comes to irrigation. You never dig a big enough hole, which he's right. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm fixing to take a head out of my yard, and when Charles comes back over and sees the sod section he's got to put back in, (laughs) we're going to have some fun with that. All right. Rich McCreary wants to know, Troy Davis or Seneca Wallace? Troy Davis, because I was in school the same time he was there. Tim Krieger wants to know, the best food product to come out of Iowa? Hog. <laughs> is that feral or farm raised? That's productive agriculture raised. All right. Um, Shout out to my friend uh, Jess Heron and Heron Farms. All right, so we're gonna wrap them up here with. What about Ben? Yes, we're gonna Let's wrap alternate them. Yep. We got to wrap this up. We got four coming from Ben McGraw. Well, they pressure washing somewhere around here. He's that's Vicente weed eating out there. Alex. Okay. Production doesn't stop just because you show up. I hear you. <laughs> I love it. 
they did stop blowing the leaves when I had to pull up and drop off my equipment. Is there an acceptable time to drive a pull cart over a green? No. But quick story, we once had an ambulance drive on the ninth green here, and it took me about six months to get those ruts out. Really? A guy had a heart attack in the greenside bunker. They called the ambulance. It literally drove halfway on the green. Just not knowing better? I don't know. It was a weird experience. I was at home on a Friday, and the pro shop called me and said, Jim, there's an ambulance on ninth green. You need to come over here and check this out. Wow. And the man ended up being okay, too. That's what we like. The green, not so much, but we did bring it back out. Right, right. How many cotillions have you attended? Zero. So Ben, Dr. McGraw, missed Valentine's Day, and now he's looking to get that spark back in his marriage. He's thinking of taking his wife to Myrtle Beach. Can you recommend a day that would knock her socks off? <laughs> July 4th, Ocean Lakes. I'll answer that. <laughs> I'd say avoid Myrtle Beach altogether for that one. <laughs> Jim, thank you. Al, TK, thank you. One, two, three. Thank you for listening to Pulling Weeds Off Course. To join the Carolinas GCSA and become a member, visit carolinasgcsa.org or call 1-800-476-4272. Follow us on Twitter at Pullin' underscore Weeds and on Facebook at Pullin' Weeds Podcast.